morning, everyone. Welcome to the Inspired by the Word Times of Dissolution with the Lord. All right, now we're going to be praying. I'll first like to read the scripture to us from First Timothy. First Timothy 2 from verse 1, the KJV. I exhort therefore that first of all supplications, prayers, and sessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. Hallelujah. In light of this, we're going to be praying um, as Pastor D directors during the the communion service, we're going to be praying in this light that the satanic work, we do not allow it, we break it, we separate it, we cut them off from the nations, that they will no, not be able to control the governments of the nations. As satans and the demons of darkness will not be able to control the world. We break their power, we break their influence from the leaders of the nations in the name of Jesus. We frustrate their efforts and they will not proceed with this nefarious plans. Satan will not proceed. The devil of darkness in the name of Jesus, we frustrate their efforts in the name of Jesus. So we're going to be praying in this light. We frustrate the efforts of the devil and his, and, and his demons, hallelujah. Can you unmute yourself right now and be praying? With that their, their nefarious activities, their nefarious plans will not proceed any further. Hallelujah. We foster not be able to control to control the world. No, break their power. We break their influence over the leaders of the nations in the name of the Lord Jesus. we break the hold of the leaders of the nations of the world. Let the devil hallelujah carry out continually carry out his various activities in the nations of the world. (laughs) 
Oh Lord, we bless your holy name, God. We worship you for you are God all by yourself, oh God. Yes, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we refuse to allow, oh God, the plans of the devil and his demons, oh God, to proceed any further, oh God, in the nations of the world. Yes, hallelujah. We break your hold, oh God, over the minds, the thoughts, and the intents, oh God, of the leaders of the nations of the world. 
Yes, we break their holes, oh God, over the, over the minds of the leaders of the nations. We refuse to allow, oh God, the devil and his cause carry out their nefarious activities in the nations of the world. We refuse for it to proceed any further. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Leke satakabaya. We declare he proceeds no further. He proceeds no further. Maka satakabaya rabashatakabaya. Yekerebo sotokobaya. We cut them off. We cut them off. We cut them off. Masakatayala masatakabaya. Bareko sotokobaya. Yes, we cut them off, O God. In the name of our Lord Jesus. Likatala masatakabaya. Yes, oh God, only the will of the Lord, God our Father, proceeds upon the earth. In the name of the Lord Jesus, only the desires of the our dear Lord, proceeds upon the earth, oh God. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Liko Thank you, precious Father. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Yes, hallelujah. The angels are reigning over. They are reigning over. They are atmosphere, oh God. Yes, they are reigning over in the house of the leaders, hallelujah, and in their hearts, hallelujah, causing them to make the right decisions by the power of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, precious Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Inspired by the Word Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed um, Sister Amaka, for the opportunity to always lead these prayers. Right now, over to you, ma'am, for the Rhapsody segment. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. And um, I trust that you had a great Easter. Today is Tuesday, the 6th of April, 2021. And the title of today's devotional is Victory in Your Mouth. Victory in Your Mouth. And our opening scripture is taken from Joshua chapter 6, 1 to 2. Now Jericho was strictly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out, none came in. And the Lord said unto Joshua, See, I have given into thy hand Jericho, and the king thereof, and the mighty men of valor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Victory in your mouth. Joshua was one of such characters in the Bible who was guided to victory by divine revelation as he prepared to lead Israel in one of her defining battles. The angel of the Lord appeared to him and gave him the strategy by which he should defeat the enemy. Even though the city Jericho was straight, was greatly fortified against aggression, God's word to him at that moment assured him of victory. The Holy Spirit gave Joshua the winning strategy. He said, and ye shall come past the city, all ye men of war, and go round about the city once. 
Fourth shall thou do six days, and seven priests shall bear before the ark the seven trumpets of ram's horns, and the seventh day ye shall compass the city seven times. And when ye hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city shall fall down flat, and the people shall ascend up every man straight before him. That's in Joshua 6, 3 to 5. Those walls weren't ordinary walls. They were fortifications of massive proportions. If you remember very well, Rahab had her house on top of the wall, a wall that you can build a house upon, certainly were of fortifications of massive proportions. However, when the Israelites shouted according to the Lord's instruction, the walls came crumbling down. You find the whole story in Joshua chapter 6. Aside that day, never in the history of mankind has it ever happened that people shouted and great walls fell down flat. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I believe that when they shouted, every one of them released a sound code that caused the walls to come down. The energy of words. If releasing the right words or sound could bring down physical barriers, it will also remove financial barriers or any other kind of barrier. Perhaps you are in a financial street. No money is coming in and none is going out. Things are extremely hard. It's time for you to get hold of God's word for that situation and release it. Keep speaking until there's a change. The same Holy Spirit that gave Joshua the strategy to take Jericho has given you his word. He said in 1 Corinthians 3 and verse 21, all things are yours. In Romans 8, 17, he said, you are an heir of God and a joint heir with Christ. Keep his word in your heart and in your mouth in meditation. Keep pondering, muttering, and shouting the word until the situation you are dealing with crumbles before you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It was a few days ago that we read the story in um, the book of Joshua, and it was such an exciting imagery. You know, if you want to picture the whole story, how that every day for six days they went around Jericho, and then on the seventh day they did it seven times, and when they shouted, a wall that was large enough, wide enough for houses to stay upon them, gave way. And he said that before then and after then, that's the only time such a thing has happened. It just, what comes to my spirit, you know, maybe you're into a kind of business and there is a way God is guiding you. There is a strategy he's giving you. And everyone has told you it will not work because it has never been done before. But this is a story of Joshua. It had never been done before. 
But if God said to do it, do it, it will work. Because he already created the means by which it will work. And God made everything in the world. So if he said that something is going to work, it's going to work. Till date, we still have a lot of scientists, a lot of archaeologists and many people of different fields trying to figure out one thing or the other, either about nature, either about the human body, either about one thing or the other. It tells you that there's so much that man is yet to find out. So if God tells you that something will work, it doesn't matter if man has proven that it will work or not. How was a, a rod to part the Red Sea? It couldn't have been, but God told Moses to do it. We are in a time in the world where man has um, has shown himself in ways that have not pleased God. And more than ever before, God is willing to show the world, to demonstrate to the world the magnitude of his wisdom, of his perfections, of his excellences, and it will be through us. So there will be innovations. There will be new ways of doing things. There will be new ideas that will be bettered into the world. The Bible says that the earnest expectations of the world waited for the manifestations of the sons of God. You need to know that there's so much that God wants to do with your life in these last days. People should see you. People should hear of you and marvel. And know that this is the manifestation of the God life. It should be your desire and it should be your reality. Refuse to live an ordinary life in this day and in this time. You know, there was a time when um, you see things and then you think that, oh, okay, it's about being religious and not being religious. But if you're following all that's happening in the world, you know that it's about the devil or it's about Jesus Christ. Because all them guys that you thought that, oh, they didn't really believe, they are not just Christians, they're just there. They were never just there. They were satanist. But because they, 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 they make people see things from the surface. Many of our inspirational speakers, many of them, we, we read their books. I don't want to begin to call names. 
A lot of them were Satanist all along. And it brings to mind when the Bible says that there are no middle grounds. Jesus said that if you're not with me, you are against me. And he said, if you're not building with me, you are scattering what I am building. And then now all of a sudden, these guys are coming out to take their stand. Let the things that we go about on a daily basis, let the decisions that we make, let the path that we take show our stand. Do not be mistaken or confused for someone else aside being a Christian. People should not spend time with you and not know who you are. Let it show wherever you go. In, um, in the second to the last paragraph, I believe that there's a word for somebody there. But I said that perhaps you are in a financial strait, no money is coming in and none is going out. Things are extremely hard. Maybe this describes you. Say it's time for you to get a hold of God's word for that situation and release it. Keep speaking until there's a change. Until there's a change. Last month was the month of change. But it hasn't ended. It ushered us into a season of change. It did not end with the month. It's something we're taking with us every new month. We add what God is giving unto us, giving to us as an extra, not letting go of that which He had given us in the past months. So find out from the scriptures what addresses your matter. Is it finances? Maybe you even want to get married. Find scriptures. And then pray about it. For some people, they don't have an issue with suitors. They just have an issue with probably having or attracting the wrong people. Maybe it's something you want to correct in your family. Whatever the case is, the word of God can address it because there is a sound code for every situation. There's actually a message tied to sound code. Sound code and the word, I believe. So, brothers and sisters, you have heard the word of God today. Get the scriptures that address the matter you want to change. And speak until there's a change. Maybe it's in your health. And many, many scriptures that talk about our health. Get them. Yesterday I said that sometimes it might just be a phrase or a sentence that you need to say again and again, as long as it aligns with the word of God. It's just like here we see 1 Corinthians 3.21, say all things are yours. So maybe just what you need to say Speaking tongues, all things are mine, all things are mine, all things are mine, 
all things are mine. All things are mine. You say it again and again. The word works. The word works. Stay on the matter. Put pressure on it. Speak in other tongues. Declare words. Fill the clouds with rain. The Bible says, when the clouds be full of rain, they will of necessity empty themselves upon the earth. As you talk, things will begin to happen. Praise the Lord. I'm going to hand over to Sister Joy for the further study in the Rhapsody Prayer. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Ma. All things are mine. Good morning, Ma. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening, depending on where you're connecting from. Um, I'm going to be taking the other study. We're reading from 2 Corinthians 10, 4-5. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing it into captivity, every thought to the obedience of Christ. Zechariah 4, 6. Then he answered and spake unto them saying, this is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel saying, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit saith the Lord of hosts. Praise God. Right now, we're going to be taking the prayer together. It's on the screen. You don't have to unmute your mic. Just repeat after me wherever you are. Dear Father, it makes no difference how dare teens get. You are never confused. You know the way out of every crisis. I'm confident of your extraordinary strategies all the time. My life, ministry, family and business are flourishing exceedingly, moving forward and waxing greater by the day. As I walk in the light of your word, in Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this wonderful opportunity. Right now, I'd like to hand over to Brother Z as he takes us through the New Testament reading of the One Year Bible Plan. Thank you so much, everyone, for your time. Have a beautiful day ahead. Over to you, Brother Z. Thank you so much, Sister Joy. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depends on what part of the world you're connecting from. Thank you so much, Sister Marka, for this amazing platform. Thank you for this opportunity. And um, thank you everyone for being consistent with this daily devotion. We're jumping into the New Testament Bible reading plan and we are reading the book of um, Luke today, Luke chapter 11. We'll be reading the message translation. It's been a very interesting read. So today, Luke chapter 11, we're reading from verse 1 to 13. And verse 1, the caption says, ask for what you need. One day, he was preparing in a certain place, 
When he finished, one of his disciples said, Master, teach us to pray, just as John taught his disciples. So he said, when you pray, say, Father, reveal who you are. Set the world right. Keep us alive with three square meals. Keep us forgiving with you and forgiving others. Keep us safe from ourselves and the devil. Then he said, imagine what will happen if you went to a friend in the middle of the night and said, friend, lend me three loaves of bread and an old friend traveling through just showed up and I don't have a thing on hand. The friend answers from his bed, don't bother me. The door's locked. My children are all down for the night. I can't get up to give you anything. But let me tell you, even if he won't get up because he's a friend, if you stand your ground knocking and waking all the neighbors, <laughs> he will finally get up and get you whatever you need. Here's what I'm saying. Ask and you will get. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will open. Don't begin with God. Be direct. Don't begin with God. Be direct. Ask for what you need. This is not a cat and mouse hide and seek game we are in. If your little boy asks for a, a serving of fish, do you scare him with a live snake on his plate? If your little girl asks for an egg, do you trick her with a spider? As bad as you are, you wouldn't think of such a thing. You are at least decent to your own children. And don't you think the father who conceived you in love will give the Holy Spirit when you ask him? And may the Lord bless this reading in our hearts. And as we go forth today, we are direct, we ask, and we pray the prayer of importunity with consistency. We stand on our demand and we see the results in our lives in Jesus' name. Thank you so much. I'm going to hand over to Brother John. Will take us through the Old Testament Bible reading. God bless you all. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Beautiful reads. Thank you very much, Brad Tuesday. Okay, we'll move to the Old Testament right now. And um, I just feel like shouting glory <laughs> because we're in the book of Judges now. That means we've done six books in the Old Testament already. God is amazing. I want to say a big thank you to you, Esther Stamaka, for this platform and this opportunity. So much is happening here. Praise God. Okay, now Judges chapter 1. <clears throat> a time came after the death of Joshua when the people of Israel asked God, who would take the lead in going up against the Canaanites to fight them? And God said, Judah will go. I've given the land to him. The men of Judah said to those of their brother Simeon, Go up with us to our territory, and we will fight the Canaanites. They will go with you to your territory. And Simeon went with them. So Judah went up. God gave them the Canaanites and the Perizzites. They defeated them at Bezek, 10 military units. They caught up with my master Bezek there, and 14. They smashed the Canaanites and the Perizzites. My master Bezek ran, but they gave chase and cut him. They cut off his thumbs and big toes. 
And Master Bezek said, 70 kings with their thumbs and big toes cut off, used to crawl under my table, scavenging. Now God has done to me what I did to them. They brought him to Jerusalem and he died there. Escapes. The people of Judah attacked and captured Jerusalem, subduing the city by sword and then sending it up in flames. After that, they had gone down to fight Canaanites. The Canaanites who were living in the hill country, the Negev and the foothills, Judah had gone on to the Canaanites who lived in Hebron. Hebron used to be called Kiriat Abba and brought Sheshai, Ahiman, and Talmai to their knees. From there, they had marched against the population of Deba. Deba used to be called Kariat Sefa. Caleb had said, whoever attacks Kariat Sefa and takes it, I will give my daughter Aska to him as his wife. Othniel, son of Kenaz, Caleb's brother took it, so Caleb gave him his daughter Aska as his wife. When she arrived, she got him to ask for farmland from her father. As she dismounted from her donkey, Caleb asked her, what would you like? She said, give me a marriage gift. You've given me desert land, now give me pools of water. And he gave her the upper and the lower pools. The, the people of Hobab, the Kenites, Moses' relative, went up with the people of Judah from the city of Palms to the wilderness of Judah. At a descent of Arad, they settled down there with, with the Amalekites. The people of Judah went with their king the Simeonites, and struck the Canaanites who lived in Zephyr. They carried out the holy cause and named the city Cos Town. But Judah didn't manage to capture Gaza, Ashkelon, and Ekron with their territories. God was certainly with Judah in that, in that they took over the hill country. But they couldn't ask the people on the plain because they had iron chariots. He gave Hebron to kill it, as Moses had directed. Caleb drove out the three sons of Anak. Wow. But the people of Benjamin couldn't get rid of the Jebusites living in Jerusalem. Benjaminites and Jebusites live side by side in Jerusalem till this day. The house of Joseph went up to attack Bethel. God was with them. Joseph sent out spies to look the place over. Bethel used to be known as Luz. The spies saw a man leaving the city and said to him, show us a way into the city and we will treat you well. The man showed them a way in. They killed everyone in the city, but the man and his family. The man went to Hittite country and built a city. He named it Luz. That's its name to this day. But Manasseh never managed to drive out Beth, Shan, Tanakh, Dor, Ible, and Megiddo with their territories. The Canaanites dug in their hills and wouldn't budge. But Israel became stronger. They put the Canaanites to first level, but they never got rid of them. In that Ephraim, driver of the Canaanites who lived in Gaza, the Canaanites struck, stuck it out and lived there with them. Nor did Zebulon drive out the Canaanites in Kitron or Nahalot. They kept living there, but they were put to first level. Nor did Asher drive out the people of Akko, Sidon, Alab, Agzib, Heba, Afet, and Rehob. Asha went ahead and settled down with the Canaanites since they could not get rid of them. Naphtali fared no better. They couldn't drive out the people of Beth Shemesh or Beth Anak. Also, so they, they just moved in and lived with them. They did do putting them to first level. The Amorites 
pushed the people of Dan up into the hills and wouldn't let them down on the plains. The Amorites stubbornly continued to live in Mount Heres, Ejalon, and Shabin. But when the house of Joseph caught the upper hand, they were put to first leave. The Amorite brother extended his scorpions, pass and sell upward. Praise the Lord. Wow. Okay, now move over to Judges chapter 2. So I hand over to esteemed Sister Maka. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Brother John. Thank you, Brother Dozy. Thank you, Sister Joy and Pastor Debbie as well for the opening prayers. Um, praise God. So um, we're entered into the book of Judges. Congratulations, everybody. We've made so much progress. It's April already and we're marching on. Hallelujah. On to Judges chapter 2. God's angel went up from Gilgal to Bokim and said, I brought you out of Egypt. I led you to the land that I promised to your fathers. And I said, I'll never break my covenant with you. Never. And you are never to make a covenant with the people who live in this land. Tear down their altars. But you haven't obeyed me. What's this that you're doing? So now I'm telling you that I won't drive them out before you. They'll, they'll trip you up and their gods will become a trap. When God's angel had spoken these words to all the people of Israel, they cried out, oh, how they wept. They named the place Bokim, weepers, and there they sacrificed to God. After Joshua had dismissed them, the people of Israel went off to claim their allotted territories and take possession of the land. The people worshipped God throughout the lifetime of Joshua and the time of the elders who survived him. The leaders who had been in all of God's great work that he had done for Israel. Then Joshua, son of Nun, the servant of God, died. He was 110 years old. They buried him in his allotted inheritance at Timnath Harris in the hills of Ephraim, north of Mount Gash. Eventually, that entire generation died and was buried. That then another generation grew up that didn't know anything of God or the work he had done for Israel. Um, I'm concerned. Why didn't this generation know? It showed that their parents didn't teach them. It didn't matter that they did not exist in that time, but they didn't know because they were not taught. Verse 11. The people of Israel did evil in God's sight. They served Baal gods. They deserted God the God of their parents who had led them out of Egypt. They took up with other gods, gods of the peoples around them. They actually worshipped them and oh, how they angered God as they worshipped God Baal and goddess Ash, Astart. God's anger was hot against Israel. He handed them off to plunderers who stripped them and he sold them cheap to enemies on all sides. They were helpless before their enemies. Every time they walked out the door, God was with every time they walked out the door, God was with them, but for evil, just as God had said, as he had sworn he would do. They were in a bad way. Verse 16. But then God reached up judges who saved them from their plunderers, but they wouldn't listen to their judges. They prostituted themselves to other gods, worshipped them. They lost no time leaving the road walked by their parents, the road of obedience to God's commands. They refused to have anything to do with it. When God was setting up judges for them, he would be, he would be right there with the judge. He would save them from their enemy's oppression as long as the judge was alive. 
for God was moved to compassion when he heard their groaning because of those who afflicted and beat them. But when the church died, the people went straight back to their old ways, but even worse than their parents, running after other gods, serving and worshiping them. Stubborn as most, they didn't drop a single evil practice. Verse 20, and God's anger blazed against Israel. He said, because these people have thrown out my covenant that I commanded their parents and haven't listened to me. I'm not driving out one more person from the nations that Joshua left behind when he died. I'll use them to test Israel and see whether they, they stay on God's road and walk down, in, walk down it as their parents did. That's why God let those nations remain. He didn't drive them out or let Joshua get rid of them. Wow, praise God. You know, I think that I have become very, very emotional with the different chapters as we read. And, you know, when when the story is exciting and, you know, when the people are doing so well and they're serving God, it makes me very excited. But when I read chapters like this and I'm seeing that, oh, they've left God, they've wandered away and so much is befalling them, it just feels like you're reading a story of somebody, of people that are dear to you, you know. Wow, praise the Lord. So much to learn from the scriptures that we have read. I want to ask Pastor Debbie. Pastor Debbie, we've been reading the Bible, you know, on a daily basis. And um, we've been learning a lot. Story after story, lesson after lesson. What has it been like for you? What's, what are the cogitations in your heart? What have you picked from all the, the, the Bible readings that we've been you know, about in the last few months. Can you hear me, Pastor Debbie? You need to unmute from your end. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Good morning, Ma. Good morning, everyone again. Thank you so much um, for this opportunity. You know, um, first of all, like I said at the beginning when we started um, going through the one year reading plan um, wasn't such a very easy thing at some point, especially at that Old Testament, all the places we've been reading now, they've all been, it's like, what the, what's going on here? You know, that kind of a thing. Judges even seem fair. You know, you can easily relate. The you know, numbers, Deuteronomy, and all those things, and all those um, other scriptures, part of scriptures. But at this time, we're going through it, and we're learning a whole lot of um, lessons. You know, Pastor, Pastor said, like he retreated during the communion service, everybody is in the Bible. So when you see that this thing is similar to you, you change, you know, you decide to take another, another angle. You decide to go in a different direction based on the word of God. And um, it just makes it easy for the word of God to direct you. Because for me, going through the day, you, you already read the Rhapsody, you know, the Bible readings. Of course, things will occur in your day, but it just brings to mind how you started the day. You started off the day praying, you started off the day with the study of the word, and definitely the word will come to you. 
the word will come back to you, you know. And that that's for me, that those are things that I particularly experience. You know, my mind always goes back to the word, always goes back to the rhapsody. And yesterday night I was just saying, I have to go back and just, you know, blaze through the 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 rhapsodies from first again, you know, because it has really been an an insightful, very, very insightful um rhapsody this week starting from last week actually you know so the thoughts of my heart are thank god thank god for the for the fact that my mind will always go back to the word so and that's a personal testimony for me my mind is not going anywhere you know you just told us something i have all things you know how that you you press through even when it seems like it's not working and and we learned that in the rhapsody you know, you just keep on pressing. So you're standing, you have this hope and this trust that the word works. Seeing all these things that have happened to these great men of God, all through the scriptures, all through the scriptures. So you have that trust. But if you don't have the, if the information wasn't there, you won't even know that, oh, so it's possible for these things to happen. It's possible for God to even act in this way. It's possible for God to respond in this way, you know? It's just like, you just feel like it's a blank sheet. But no, you know how God reacts in every situation. You know the mind of God in everything, how God wants you to live his life. Of course, not like the Old Testament, but you could see the way he passed his message, the way he spoke to them, the way he related to them. You know that God is here for me. So if God was never tangible to you, going through the scriptures for me as an individual, I know that God is here. I know that um, he's real. He's interested in our matter. He's interested in my matter. He's interested in my growth. He's interested in me serving him wholeheartedly. He's interested in me communicating with him every day and serving him the right way. Praise the Lord. So there's there's been a lot on my mind um, going through the scriptures, especially, you know, the Rhapsody segment, the confession. For me, the confession is really a highlight. It's really a highlight when we take the Pauline affirmation. And I've really seen it. I've really seen the Pauline affirmation, you know, um, manifested in my life in an increasing measure, you know, especially that part that says, I'm without offense, you know, I'm without offense, especially, you know, because when we say these things, we just feel, I don't know how some people see it, but for me, this is the, this is the times, this is the end times. This is not like, you know, the end seconds. So I have to be without offense. So it has to be my consciousness at this time that my whole heart is yielded to the Lord, that I function in his wisdom, that I function in, in supernatural understanding, you know? And I'm not just, I'm not just blood, you know? When I say something blood, there's no taste. There's no taste. I, I'm not just tasteless, no. I am tasteful, especially for the work of the Lord. I mean, delight, especially for the work of the Lord. And when you read those, um, when you go through the Pauline affirmation, it just shows you how that I am looking at this personally and I'm seeing myself in all those affirmations. I'm seeing who I am becoming daily daily becoming daily becoming daily becoming you know is like an enhancer daily enhancing in this light praise god so i see it and i am personally excited i'm personally excited because 
I know, I know where I'm headed. I know that I am on course, praise the Lord. And the things that you constantly say with your mouth is what you become. So that is why Paul decided to pray that prayer. So as I say it, that's what I become. And breaking of bread, you know, you are what you eat. And I daily, I daily feast on the, the communion. So <laughs> I'm on a different level. You know, and, and one of those messages that you, you had been sharing with us um, through the, um, the project, a message a day, one of those messages, Pastor did ask, he said, those people that were in cults, say, have you drunk a human blood before? He said, those people that are in senior cults, and then the particular person came, he said, how did you feel? I think that was um, like last month we, we, we listened to that message. He said, the person said, I felt like, you know, like I'm on cloud nine, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a spirit, I'm invisible. He says, but you can never be more than what you drink. That was from the message. Say, can never be more. If you had, if you drank your human blood, can never be more than the human being that you drank. You know, you can never be more than that blood. Then talk more of me, Pastor Debbie, taking the blood of the new covenant, the blood of Jesus Christ on a daily basis. So I know where I am. I am I, I am Jesus Christ. We are together. That is that is who I am, you know. So more than the fact that um, we have seen it in the scripture that you and Christ are one. I and Christ we are one. Now I daily feast. I'm daily on the communion. I'm daily taking the communion. So I am far more than every other thing that can come. You know, I am far more than it. I'm more than any human being. That one is for sure. I've left the human realm. I am now in the spirit realm. I'm not just in the spirit realm. I am in the realm of Jesus Christ. You know, I have Jesus inside of me because I daily feast on his flesh and his blood. So that is how, that is how much of a being I am, the divine being, praise the Lord. So um, the inspired by the word on, on every level, everything that we do, you know, every 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 aspect and it's not we are not bringing out extra teaching from anywhere no this is based on the word of god and if you take it as it is you'll be more confident you'll be more you'll be more trusting in the word of god you'll be more believing in these days and in these times you know that scripture that says check that you are still in the faith i think that that's what the inspired by the word helps us to do check that you're in the faith yes we know that there's there's a lot of things during your day but that you start your day like this you know that i'm in the faith if you're as long as your mind back praise god thank you so much ma hallelujah hallelujah praise god thank you so much so we can always check that we're in the faith and really fellowshipping with the word on a daily basis it's, 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 I would say it's impossible to miss it because we're always on course. Thank you so much, Pastor Deborah. Thank you. Um, I'm going to hand over to Brother Martins at this time to take us through the Pauline affirmation as well as the communion. Over to you, Brother Martins. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Amaka, for this great opportunity. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Wow. <laughs> Listening to Pastor Debbie, I just felt she should just go on and on. As in, wow. I can imagine what's been on her mind. I can imagine what's been on her mind. Praise the Lord. You know, um, 
at this time, we'll be taking our Poland affirmation and um, it will be projected on the screen. Our affirmation, normally every morning we take it by starting with our names. Your name is, I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation and knowledge of Christ. Second paragraph, I, your name, am granted according to the riches of the glory of Christ. The third paragraph, start with your name first, my love abounds more and more in knowledge and in all judgments. At this time, I'll kindly ask everyone to unmute their mics, take our information at the count of three. Please unmute your mics at this time. One, two, three. My name is Martins Uche. I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ. The eyes of my understanding enlightened. So that I know the hope of God's calling upon my life. It's not being displayed. Good morning. It's not being displayed. Good morning. It's not displayed. Okay, praise the Lord. Okay. Just um, a moment. Okay, it's on the screen now. Praise the Lord. So at the count of three, we go with our affirmation. One, three. My name is Martin. My name is Hallelujah, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, we're going to the communion right now. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, 
we are taking the text from the book of First Corinthians, chapter eleven, verse twenty-three. For I have received of the Lord that which I deliver unto you, that the Lord Jesus, same night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, "Take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me." Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for the awesome privilege to break bread this morning. We declare as we break this bread, Nangro, Dilo, Praplo, Reyes, Descale, Baradila, who will never be broken in life. And as we eat this bread, oh, the mark of Christ is upon us. The name of Jesus is named upon us. Everywhere we go, they see Christ in us by the power of the Holy Ghost. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Go ahead and break the bread right now and eat it. Hallelujah. After the same manner, also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye, as often as you drink this. As often as you drink it, remember in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he comes. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for the cup, for the blood of Jesus Christ that speaketh better things than the blood of Abel. It is the blood of the New Testament in your blood. As we take this cup, we declare the name of the Lord Jesus that we are blood washed, sanctified, holy and acceptable, unblameable, irreprovable by the power of the Holy Ghost. And our lives have been ushered into a new realm, a new realm of glory, greater glory. Thank you, Father. Oh, this blood we speak for us progress. We speak for us favor. We speak for us grace in the name of the Lord Jesus. We give you all the praise, Lord. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Go ahead and take the cup right now. Go ahead and take the cup. Oh, Radonglosho Branda Grabadila, Gator Oskida Hande Grastila Hastis Gigede Huska, Mando Rabadila Gavrati. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. Thank you. Bato Sijo Frabadila Gavrati. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, esteemed sister Maka. Thank you, Kuhus. Thank you for this great opportunity. Thank you so much. Right now, kindly ask everyone to mute their mic as we take the benediction. As we take the benediction right now. Oh, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank mm-hmm. you.